So I'm thinking this is my first chase event and we get tacos and tequila. You know, I've thought about it since then. I think that's like, it's because it's way cheaper than repairing the house or like a <laughs> bottle of tequila and some tacos. Like, thank you for not crashing into my house. Hi, you've reached the Caldwells. Please leave a message and we will get back with you just as soon as we Welcome to the RV Work-Life Balance Podcast with your traveling nomadic hosts, Sherry and Russ Caldwell. Hey, that's us. We're living the dream, working from home, baby. No matter where home is. And you can too. OMG, <gasps> back again. We are. I know. And actually, it's, it's actually more surprising for me. So I'm glad you went, <gasps> that's good. That's real good. Because, Why is it? Well, you know. So, so anyways, everyone, <laughs> you know, it's I, I'm on parole now. So it turns out there's like podcast police. Who knew? Who knew? Like, so I, I, I can't quite figure out who our good listeners are and our bad listeners. First off, uh, oh. we had, exactly, we had some fantastic feedback, right? We had yes, a lot of we feedback. we did. It was Thank great. You. Yeah. What are and, you talking about? Well, and then we had some other feedback that uh, kind of got me in trouble with the podcast police. It's, oh. I know. I know. So if you've been an avid listener. I and mean, if he is a troublemaker. So, so I I'm it. on parole for the podcast <laughs> police, okay? So I'm, I'm only here under special pretenses here, and then they drag me away again. So if you don't know, go back and listen to a couple pack podcasts before. So... Apparently, some of our podcast listeners called me out on our Magic 8-Ball. And what? I know, right? So if you remember, I was asking all sorts of questions of Magic 8-Ball, and I would go, okay, Magic 8-Ball, XYZ, what's happening? Right? <laughs> and I would give the answer. Well, some people were calling me out on that. Why? Well, because apparently I was just using a water bottle and I wasn't uh, using. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a magic eight ball. That's the part that, you know, I didn't realize till after we recorded the episode that we actually had our magic eight ball. I know, I know, I know. So I'm, I'm here to apologize to anyone who's listening. I didn't have my actual magic eight ball at the time and I'm, I'm in trouble. So, but you know what? I'm going to, I've got this because, you know, as an avid Star Wars fan, fan, I brought in, you know, my my favorite character R two D two to kind of, you know, confirm that it's all good. So, okay. Yeah. So R two, am I good to go? Beep boop 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 boop. boop. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am. So good job, R two D two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this gonna work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's R two. So. <laughs> Any, anyways, so my special effects, I'm still working on. So anyways, so, but we do have a magic eight ball. And we I do. I know. I just didn't have it that night. So, so you know, in the future, listen to that. It's kind of a magic eight ball. It was a That's water like bottle. full disclosure, right? Yeah, you know, giving away the magic trick, you know. So anyways. Okay. So, All right. And I'll start with, so, let's start with cheers that I'm here on parole. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. But anyways, again, thanks for the feedback. It's been awesome. 
you know? So it's been friends and people we are brand new friends. And, yeah. And it's been great that I've been reaching Fantastic. Out. I did not hear it. about the uh, podcast police or whatever, so. Yeah. Embarrassing. Thanks Sorry. for all the positive comments and yeah. feedback. So, all right, take away this this bad dirt I started this with. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah what are we doing this is like normally i get to ask the question like where are we but like there's been a lot going on Doesn't what matter. are we doing <laughs> what have we been doing this is the our special hot air balloon episode is that a special effect it is am i supposed to do something with that i'm gonna fix that in post (laughs) is that what that means because we're talking about is that air coming out or is that that's the fire going in right the albuquerque balloon fiesta oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) whatever like we recently told stories where we had air come out of our tires so i'm trying to figure out which special effect (laughs) is that so uh, okay, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the Albuquerque Balloon Fe- Fiesta, it's the largest hot air balloon festival in the world. World, world, and world, world. That's my, that's my special effect. Okay. <laughs> and we were there. We were right there. We were. It was awesome. For a week. Well done. It was amazing. Uh, oh, okay, so the proper intro from a quaint launch of 13 balloons in 1972 to the massive nine-day celebration it has become today. This was the 51st Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta, and there were more than 500 hot air balloons. From all over the world. Can I do it again? (laughs) Sure. Okay, it's expanded. I like the special effects are getting better. I like that. Yeah, which is interesting. Like you said, it like it's nine days. We didn't do all nine days. It's exhausting. We did like less than half of that, and it was exhausting. Like we did five, six days, Mm, four. You're putting me on the spot again. I know. Okay, we didn't do the whole thing. I don't know how you could do nine. It was seven days. We were there for seven days. No way. Yeah. I was not. You were. We missed the beginning weekend. Okay. But then, yes, we started on Monday. We were still driving there. Okay. Okay. Cool. It's. I didn't know it was nine days until you just said that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. But but the funny (laughs) thing is, like, this was another one of the things that wasn't really on our bucket list. In fact, I didn't know much about it. In fact, I used to call it like the the Albuquerque uh, balloon. Uh, festival, but it's a but fiesta. It's, it's a fiesta, that's so, right. Which is much more fun to say. Yep. And uh, and it turns out other people actually like pulled us into this, right? Yeah. Yep. Our friends Kim and Pete got us into this, <laughs> and it started back in January of 2023, and the event is actually in October. So where were we in January? Ah, uh, I don't remember. Oh, we were in Florida. <laughs> oh, okay. We were at okay. ECBC, maybe? Okay. Yeah. ECBC, ECBC is East East Coast Base Camp, just so you know. Yeah. So, RV uh, property out. In, yeah. It's going to have base camps, Orlando. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Kim and Pete. Yeah. They're, like, getting <laughs> us in trouble all the time. Good job, guys. <laughs> Love them. But it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was one of their better calls. Good job, guys. Yeah. That was cool. So, they have an inn. 
because Pete is from New Mexico or went to high school in New Mexico and he still has family there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they just call up one morning in January saying, hey, what are you doing in October? I'm like, I don't know. Let's get online and and register for the balloon fiesta. I'm like, what? How hard could that be? <laughs> you know? Click order now. Oh, my God. Yeah, one click ordering. It was a thing. So, okay. Uh, I forget exactly what day it was in January, but we had this whole thing worked out, Kim and Pete and I, Mm -hmm. while Russ was working. I think I was working because I remember, (laughs) yeah, I wasn't really We had to be online at a certain very early time of the morning and on the phone and texting back and forth and, uh, you know, this is the part of the festival park that we want to be in, the south lot, the east lot, the north lot, and if we don't get that, let's do this and this and that. Oh, my God. Total fail. (laughs) (laughs) It was sold out within 45 minutes. It was total chaos online. That was like (laughs) 8,000 old people pushed order now before you did. It was crazy. You lost. It was absolutely crazy. We were the old Um, people that didn't get it. (laughs) Darn it. Too slow. Too slow. Um, So yeah, that that was the first time we tried to get in through the front door, right? With apparently two million other people at the same time. Yep. Um, it did sell out quickly, and, and the internet's froze. <laughs> uh, we did make it on a wait list. I don't even remember where, when, what days, but we made it on a wait list. Those should be called loser lists, <laughs> not wait lists. So. But you know, the interesting thing is eventually yeah. we did get in. I well, did get an email saying, you probably grease some palms. And, and, no, 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 no. You didn't pay months, people off? Months what? later, oh. months later. They sent an email and said, you're in. <gasps> Send your big bucks and take your space. But by then, we had already made other plans for the balloon fiesta. We paid somebody else off to get us That's in. That's right. We went in a group caravan with uh, the Integra Coach Owners Association, which is one of those FMCA chapters that yeah. we talked about in the FMCA podcast. So we had made other plans. <laughs> to camp uh, with Integra Coach. Yeah, that was where we got to. So where we ended up was at uh, a casino. Uh, that's where we've <laughs> stayed them, yes. But um, the casino we stayed at was the Route 66 Casino RV Resort. And we were with, like uh, we, Sherry mentioned here, we were with our Integra, Co- Integra Coach Association. And uh, it was actually a really nice park. It was amazing. Sometimes it was it's just really a pretty. big parking lot, but yeah. this was a nice park. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And they had a lot of services we didn't get to use because we were spending all our time at the yeah. Balloon Fest. Big casino, yeah. resort-style pool and hot tub. Yeah. And... So if you were just staying there, it was amazing. Yeah. But we were going to stay there so we could go to the Albuquerque Balloon Fest, which was 30 miles away. Yeah. So, which if you're going there once, if it's like a one day thing, it is awesome. Go do it. We were doing it because we were going to work there with the crew there. And so we did it. You were, you went four times. I went three days, right? Something like that. Maybe it was five, 
five for you, four for me. So that we'll 30 miles it. adds up. <laughs> and when it's yes. four in the morning, it yes. adds up. So yeah. it's painful. Yeah. There's a lot of traffic. So Yeah. And what it was, because we couldn't get into the balloon fiesta where they do have RV campgrounds around the balloon fiesta park, uh, couldn't get into that. Another way to go is to go in a group caravan where these different groups have, uh, you know, every year they come in as a group and park together. And there are some groups on the Balloon Fiesta grounds like Fantasy RV Tours, Adventure Caravans, some of the brand manufacturers. We had friends with Numar that were right up in the Fiesta Park campgrounds. Lucky. Good and, job. And uh, we heard about the Monaco group. Yeah. Open. We heard that like the day before we got here. Right. And then they called us the next day to say, yeah. hey guys, come park with us on the fence. <laughs> oh, it felt so bad. <laughs> they had a great spot and we were already locked in. Yeah. yeah. But, but it was a lot of fun to park with the Integra Coach Owners Association and they always had, so it's a group parking experience and there's events and dinners and uh, all kinds of things. And then they generally have times where, in our case with Integra, because we we're so far away, uh, they <laughs> yeah. hired a coach, a bus, to take people into, I think there was a morning event and then an afternoon event yeah. and then another morning event. But then there were other activities at the Casino RV Resort. So it was really fun, but it was kind of a, a distance. So now we know what to do. Mm -hmm. And we're going to try again next time to be in the Balloon Fiesta Park. That's right. Campgrounds right there in and the I, middle of the action. I want to reiter reiterate what you said, which is we did have a great time with the Integra yeah, Group, right? Did. They served fantastic meals there in oh, the, the conference center there. Yeah. So we had... Catered. Awesome, catered, awesome meals in yeah. the conference center there. And it was great to meet other uh, people we had met before and other things. So we did and have a see great old time. Old friends we had seen in other yep. events. So I do not want to put down that event was nope. awesome. So fun. And in fact, if we were not working one of the balloons like we were, right? Um, it would have been perfect. It really was. We yeah. were just kind of the odd team out because we were having to drive a lot we didn't but, end up going in the bus with the integra coach owners yeah. association we had some other things going on which we'll get to i've given away a little bit i'm so sorry this is why um, i'm on parole so yeah. yeah but now that we know what to do yep we'll be next time in the balloon fiesta park up close we'll see balloons landing amongst the rvs even there was even a crash landing <gasps> <laughs> I don't think they said crash. I think you said crash. Any landing where everybody walks away, not a crash landing. That is good. So, and when I, when I, good. I should be more sensitive and I nailed and it is what he said. But there, there is video evidence of a balloon taking out a flagpole pole <laughs> on top of an RV. I mean, wow. it happened. Yeah. Thank goodness they did not land on the RV. They kind of skid, skid. Yeah, you still want to have stop. us park there, right? I know. So you're like, well, they crash into it. Like, let's go there next year. We don't and have like, a flagpole. Come not on. Not yet. <laughs> now I want one. 
Uh, yeah, Apparently, it's a it's a it's a balloon collection device. Is what it sounds <laughs> like. This sounds awesome. We'll help you down. Poke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, All right. I want so, one of those now. So anyway, in the months from when we tried to get in, and then we did get in with the Integra Coach Owners Association group, um, we had a little help. We had an uh, uh, incentive, mm-hmm. a push. Yep. From our friends Mark and Sue with our journey in miles, YouTube they have channel. a YouTube channel, yep. and um, they had gotten in touch with with us and said, "You guys need to apply for media credentials mm-hmm. with the uh, balloon fiesta." And I'm like, Tuh, "Okay." <laughs> well, you're used to that. You've had media credentials in the past yeah. doing articles yeah. and stuff like that. But if you haven't seen their uh, YouTube videos of this. They have a fantastic uh, YouTube video about Albuquerque. Yes, their experience. It last was year. great. Yeah. It, it, great. It was great. So take a look at that. So they encouraged because of their experience. We loved that. But yes, it, it was a it was a smart call for pushing you on that. That was great. And I just hadn't thought about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, they they reached out and said you do this, and I said okay. And so we applied for the media credentials. And with an assist from NIRVC, who will be writing an article for, and we'll include that in the show notes when it comes out, or on Facebook or whatever, um, we were approved for media passes, which included free parking for the event, um, all sessions, free passes into the Balloon Fiesta, all sessions, and there was a media tent. Mm -hmm. And accommodations, not sleeping accommodations, but media accommodations are the hospitality tent where they had food, yes, internet access, and uh, the potential. We we could have signed up for a balloon ride, yeah, um, as media with a, with our week there, timing and circumstance, the weather and all. We were having such a great time being on the chase crew yeah. for our balloon, which we'll talk about in a, in a minute, that uh, we didn't end up going up this year. Uh, and that's fine. We had such a great time. So that's still on our bucket list for next time. Yeah. And and that was a good call, I think. I It was... You got to go an extra day before me, which is great. <laughs> yep. And we'll get to that story because you had an awesome day that yep. day. Um, <clears throat> but we ended up at the, uh, you know, to get that whole thing started, we ended up at the, again, the Route 66 Casino with our Integra friends. And we basically got to be locked in there for a few days, um, which is and great. And the group event actually started on Wednesday. Okay. But, but we, because of a... Uh, our work schedule, we needed to be in place Sunday, right? Right. So called ahead and we were able to uh, get into the Route 66 Casino RV Resort three days early mm-hmm. to be in place. Yeah. I, I decided like, so sometimes we go and I just work the entire week and we do things what we call the sunset adventures. We do stuff after hours. Yeah. But but if you don't know about the balloon festival or uh, the fiesta, the there's two phases. There's early early morning, which we'll get into, and then there's there's night stuff, and then there's this gap in the middle. And uh, that night re- stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to be dirty or anything, <laughs> <Sorry>. but <laughs> what is going on here? This I'm going back to jail. What's going on here? So, anyways, uh, but so it, it didn't really 
fit well with my work schedule. So I worked the Monday and Tuesday of the week we rolled in here. <gasps> I then... packed in all this work, and I told everybody I'm taking Wednesday through Friday off. And uh, it, and I took that time off, which is such a smart vacation move. time. Yeah. Vacation. So, and that was a good call because some places we go, it doesn't matter. We can do it after hours. But boy, this place needed <laughs> all day off. So I yeah. did it, and it was a smart call. So yeah, it was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was amazing. So while Russ worked, and you know, fur- furiously got caught up and in a position where he could take a couple days off. I went in to the Balloon Fiesta on Monday from the Casino RV Resort, Route 66 mm-hmm. Casino RV Resort. So I went in Monday. I did not go in at 4 o'clock in the morning. I went in about 9, 9.30 in the morning mm-hmm. just to check it out and just... Oh my gosh, walking in to the balloon fiesta. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that sound. <laughs> I have so much editing that I got to do on this thing. But uh but yeah, I, I was I was jealous because, you know, I still had to work, but you couldn't go in it was normally that's what you do when we go somewhere, right? right? Scouting you, it out, you right? You scout, yeah. And so it was one of those, and and I knew you were going to come back with some cool stories already. <laughs> so tell me what you found in that first day. Okay, so this was Monday morning. I went in. Uh, I checked in at the media tent mm-hmm. to see what was going on and mm-hmm. learn the, all the scoop there. Um, that was fun. Made friends, got all the info, and then. Um, and then yeah. you went shopping. Come on now, <laughs> I did. you went shopping. I did. Um, there's a big. Uh, there's a lot of vendors at the Balloon Fiesta, and so that was really cool. Um, and yeah, I did because I wanted to get the official T-shirts and hats and and all the things. Um, also, I had a very specific purpose in that. Um, l- last year when we were in, or earlier this year, we were actually in Albuquerque for a week on That's our right. way across That's country. Right. We stand mm-hmm. at, at Enchanted Trails, met mm-hmm. Bob and Lisa. They were shooting a in the TARDIS, Disney movie there. All yeah. of that. Yeah. We've talked about that before. I think so. I yeah. think. <laughs> but anyway, when we were in Albuquerque last year, we went to Old Town, bought some things for the RV decor. Mm-hmm. And also bought a balloon, a little balloon, kind of a fabric thing that you put up outside (laughs) on your mirror Mm -hmm. and it spins. So it's a balloon spinner. And so, um, yeah, that was really cool. I was all ready for the Albuquerque Balloon Festival because we did know that we were coming back around for that. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, (laughs) we were in devil's tower and we lost the balloon it was a super windy day beat the (laughs) crap out of the balloon it just exploded yeah and the worst part is the balloon that balloon had a big bead like a one or two inch bead that was beating on the rig yeah yeah so it was like tap 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 it on the rig remind us that the wind is high out here yeah And, and some of its little 
balloon sides flew off and we couldn't find it. That, <laughs> it never to be found the again. Aliens that it took could it away. Have been. Yeah, it was Devil's Tower. So, you so never we know. had the we had that balloon spinner for what a couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool while we had it. Away. Rip. Rest in peace, <laughs> balloon. So one of my priorities was to go find a new balloon spinner. Yeah. Um, and I did. And it's very cool. And bags and then, of other stuff. Come on yeah, now. And other stuff. Yeah. yeah. You got to have your magnets. You got to have your, oh, Shirts they had alpaca wool vendors, I don't even know how alpaca fits hat. into this whole story. Because it was cold in the morning. So, so you're telling me every cold place gloves. you go, we're going to bring back alpaca yeah, stuff? Yeah, sure. Oh. All I right. don't know. But anyway, so okay. yes, I went shopping. The interesting thing I learned on Monday mm-hmm. is that throughout the Balloon Fiesta week, they have an a.m. and a p.m. schedule. Not every day, but like on the weekends, thir- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they have, no, not Sunday. Oh, maybe the Sunday before. You're just okay, winging anyway, it right now. a.m., and PM sessions. The AM session opens up like at five o'clock in the morning, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. And the PM session, the night session, starts about five o'clock PM. I think they open up. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's why Google's I'm your guessing. friend. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that between the two sessions, or if there's not an evening session, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That whole park shuts down. Yeah. I mean, 1030 in the morning, the vendors close up. Slam those tents closed. <laughs> the balloons are gone. Funnel it's cake, no. over. Yeah, you're right. out of there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You be there before 1030 if you want the <laughs> funnel cake. That's right. Don't be messing around with the balloon because you're not going to get a funnel cake. Yeah. So anyway, that Monday that I went in, I got there about 930. Mm-hmm. And then everything was shutting down like by 1030. That's why so. <laughs> the credit card didn't burn up because they were like, get out, lady. I we're only closing. had limited time. That's so right. I got what I got. That's right. And then I I got kicked out and uh, w- I went on errands. I found the total wine in Albuquerque. That's a that's a sponsor alert right there. So we, uh, hey, Total Wine, if you're listening, you know, feel free. We'd love that sponsor because we do a lot we of business. Love total Wine, yeah, cross country. Where's the Total Wine? That's right. So. Um, and the grocery store. That's so that right. was Monday morning. Yeah. So it got real serious on Tuesday, though, right? Because oh my goodness. That was I was still at work day Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm usually the first one to get up uh, every morning very early, making the coffee, blah blah blah. <laughs> But Tuesday, I warned her. I was like, when you get up early, do not wake me up. This is my one joyous day that you're like, you got to get up before me and go to the Bloom Festival, and I'm going to sleep in an extra 30 or 40 minutes, whatever it was. It was still dark. You've never seen that, it seems like. You were like, what the? It's I'm, dark outside. I'm not really a morning person. No. But Monday, we kind of caught up with uh, Kim and Pete. And got the marching orders as far as the balloon that we were crewing for mm-hmm. this week, this amazing week. And uh, yeah, I was supposed to be there like at five o'clock in the morning. Did you make it? I did. Okay. I well, did. Ish. Tra- yeah. Traffic was not such a thing on Tuesday as it ended up being later in the week. Yeah. So Tuesday I went in super early, still dark. And I met up with our friends, Kim and Pete, at 
the balloon and the balloon mm-hmm. reveal uh, was Hamlet, the world's largest flying pig. Yay! <laughs> the pink pig is <laughs> awesome. So I met up with Kim and Pete and Ham- the Hamlet captain and crew to chase this big pink pig hot air balloon. Check out the show notes if you want to see pictures of this. <laughs> so it's incredible. It was amazing. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I was still half asleep. It was very cold. I did get a cup of coffee at the media tent. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. And, and then I showed up on the field um, for Hamlet to meet Hamlet, the flying pig. Yeah. Uh, our friend Pete, actually, and another new friend, Raul, got to fly in the pig that wait, morning. Wait, I knew Pete got to fly. Did yep. Raul got to fly? Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. Pete, Raul, oh. and Doug, the captain. How did I not know this? We spent all this time with oh, Raul. Because and... you weren't there. Oh, that's sick burn. That's not cool. <laughs> I knew Pete got to go, but uh, wow. That's and, cool. And for that, starting from Tuesday, I think, we had the daily posting of pictures and the story um, of Hamlet the pig and chasing uh, on Facebook. Check that out. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so... <laughs> It was just amazing. So we get Hamlet all rolled out and aired up and they set off and then we get in the chase vehicles. There's two and um, follow the pig set out and uh, you got to keep an eye on the pig and figure out where it's going down. And and um, oh, you guys, it was just really exciting, really intense and just a whole lot of fun. So anyway, the landing on Tuesday, which was my first chase and and rescue mission, that pink pig flew outside and followed the air currents, and then the pig is going to land where a pig is going to land, narrowly missed a, a beautiful adobe home outside of Albuquerque and landed in the center of this dirt road. And it wasn't an accident. Like our no. pilot Doug is amazing. Doug. So yeah. He nailed it. Like yeah. that was not like, oh my goodness. It no. was like he's got this. Yep. I was a even dirt there, road. Let's land there. But I heard the story like <laughs> ten times from the ten different people the day I didn't get to go. So I know. And after watching Doug do this, it was like, okay, this is this guy's the best. He's a master. Yeah. He's been flying this pig for twenty years. Yeah. 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 So he missed the adobe house mm-hmm. and landed nicely in the dirt road. Yep. We managed to find him and get there and pull up just in time and save them. And then... What? The owner of that house mm-hmm. that we that they narrowly missed uh-huh. came out and they were so wonderful, so excited about the balloon landing <laughs> basically in their backyard. And uh, there were two kids about middle school age mm-hmm. and... Uh, they just had a great time. The kids helped us roll up the balloon and, and put it away, put Hamlet away. And the homeowner, the, the uh, lady of the house, brought out tacos and tequila shots for the entire crew. <laughs> that's incredible. Like, that's how you want every flight to go. It was 
was amazing. Tequila and tacos. And then the school bus came along at one point, came along the road, and we're all like waving them off. Oh, they're not, they're not ready to come going. yet. We need them. We need That's their right. help. That's right. So uh, the kids went to school a little bit late. I offered to write them a note because I am You're good a school at note master. Yeah. And they had the pictures and, oh, it was just so cool. But yeah. So I'm thinking this is my first chase event and we get tacos and tequila. You know, I've thought about it since then. I think that's like, it's because it's way cheaper than repairing the house or like a <laughs> bottle of tequila and some tacos. Like, thank you for not crashing into my house. But no, that's that's awesome. In fact, we heard a little bit more of that story like a day or two later, right? That's right. That's right. They actually have awards. Yep. Because the whole Albuquerque thing, you know, with the balloon fiesta and 500 balloons lighting off and landing all over the city, um, the local residents are really involved. Yeah. And hoping to catch balloons or help balloons or whatever. Yeah. Um, so our homeowner where we landed that day with tacos and tequila lady and the kids, they, uh, won an award award for being the most hospitable homeowner. That story was incredible amongst all the other balloons because, you know, there's some, it turns out that in the fields around there, they put like white markers if it's okay to land and things like that. So there's like color indicators of like it's okay to land here and other places where it's not either for safety or whatever reasons. Right. But not everybody. There's no fly zones. There's no landing zones. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like it's okay to land here. But but when somebody brings you tequila and tacos, (laughs) that's like (laughs) you can land here. And by the way, (laughs) there's a taco truck with tequila. It's awesome. No, that was just out of her kitchen. And she was like, you all come back. You jump in the pool when when you're done. I was like, oh, that's that awesome. was fun. It was awesome. So they did get uh, awarded or thanked the entire balloon festival at the uh, pilots meeting the next morning. That's they awesome. announced and showed the picture. and it, it was just so fun. So imagine Sherry coming back that first day on Tuesday tacos saying, Tacos and tequila, I baby. Tacos and tequila. <laughs> this is great. And I'm sitting here finishing my job going, that sounds awesome. So we roll to Wednesday, which was my first vacation day. And I get to get up at 3.30 in the morning and drive with you. Vacation time, honey. That's right. (laughs) So we did the, it was vacation, which is always nice. And I was excited about that. And then we get there and you were explaining park here and let's go in this gate. You had it all worked out because you'd already done it all, which is cool. And we had that media parking pass, which was magic. That was cool. Very cool. And then we get in the gate, and then the first thing you want to do is like, let's go stand in this line. <laughs> Why were we standing in that line? Oh, this Behind, is another secret of the balloon fiesta. Yeah, there are. It's it's a huge thing to collect pins, P I N S, little, mm-hmm. um, you know, those little pins that you yeah just put on hats or t-shirts yeah. or whatever we'd seen that at the olympics by the way that there was a That's pin right. collecting for the olympics too like so, that just like that collector's pins yeah so the 2023 albuquerque balloon fiesta had a series of special limited edition pins and they only gave out there were two this year one was the overall event pin for the 2023 balloon fiesta the other was a special uh, oh, Eclipse. it was the Eclipse pin. Yep. 
which we'll talk about in a minute. But the Eclipse pins. So these were limited edition collector's pins, which, uh, okay, but then Kim and Pete, Kim wanted the pins, but couldn't leave Anyways. the thing. So, so we stood I in said, line okay, we'll pins. stand in line and get the pins. Yeah. And that's what we did. This is kind of a bonus because it turns out from the Integra group, we actually got the pins for the event already. Yeah. And so we actually stood in line and they ran out of those. So they said, we have the uh, Eclipse pins. Luckily, that worked out great because it was the two we didn't have. So we right. actually ended up getting all the right pins. So and for, cool. for us and Shared for Shared it with our friends, yeah. And it is a big thing because they only they only put out so many of these special pins. And you have to be at the tent in line, the official Balloon Fiesta merch tent, in line by the time it opens. It opens at 5 o'clock a.m. Painful. So we had to get there like 4, I think we got there at 4.45. Yeah. And you stand in line. They come out at five and give you a number. They count out how many pins are available and what you want. And we got the the ticket. Yep. <laughs> the golden like, ticket. Exactly. For the event pins, but not the Eclipse pins. And that worked out later. So we got the pins and you got to take me to the media tent, which was super cool. For breakfast. That was my favorite part. <laughs> when, you, when you get up so early, we didn't get time to make coffee. We didn't get time to have breakfast. We just got in the car and just drove like hell to the event. Yeah. But the media tent perfect. served hot breakfast. So yep. that was cool. Breakfast so. burrito. And we got to meet cool people every time we were there, which was neat. We got to meet uh, other media people that were doing different kinds of photography and, and interviews and things like that. It was great. Yeah. It was so interesting talking to the different media people. Mm-hmm. Um and I have a fact. I have a fact for okay. you. Okay, fast fact. The breakfast burrito is said to have originated at the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta in the 1970s. Okay. Does that, that not just rock your world? I love the breakfast burrito. It's okay. I'll go with that. <laughs> okay. This is this is off uh, off the cuff little facts there. I like it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay, so so we did that, and then we immediately had to rush out and go meet the crew, right? Yep. like about 5.30. Yeah, I and I had no idea what to do. I had to sign all the paperwork <laughs> you had signed the day before. It says that if I hurt myself, it's a, it's my fault, all that kind of stuff, right? Russ was thrown right in to the Chase crew. Yeah. Dude, it, take this rope. Dude, do this, do that. Well, <laughs> and the crew chief was this woman named Sherry. Sherry. And Which her middle is very name confusing. is the same as my, my wife's middle name, too. So I was like, okay, this is super confusing when people yell Sherry. So I'm like, yeah. what the heck? So, yeah. Yeah. so it was a lot of confusion for me. Yes, I can see that, that your wife was not in charge. Yeah. <laughs> it was the other Sherry. I know. And she was awesome. But, uh, okay, so Wednesday we had um, the people that went up in the balloon mm-hmm. in Hamlet were Nassau. Media people. Yeah. Space <gasps> agency people. It was cool. Yes. So all of their journey and everything is going to be on NASA Dot website, gov. nasa.gov. Yeah. They were doing research. They, they're actually a group that does a lot of research around different kinds of balloons, not just kind of the balloons that we were at for the festival, a lot of uh, uh, high altitude balloons, things like that. But they were doing this research. And so, yeah, they did the, the write-ups and photos. Uh, photos and stuff and they said that all of this is going to be put on nasa.gov so 
when we have those links, we'll share those as well Absolutely. in the show notes. Yeah. So, yeah, it was very cool. And, oh my gosh. Okay, so Wednesday, the second day, was not landing by a friendly adobe home and tacos and tequila. Wednesday, things went a little different. And Hamlet the pig and crew had a rough landing on a, well, skillfully set down That's by right. Doug Captain Doug chose that spot because some people landed in the street. <laughs> so Doug did not land in the street, which is good. It was a crazy day. Yeah. But uh, Hamlet the pig ended up landing on this little dirt path amidst brambles and sticker bushes and yeah. probably like snakes and lizards oh, snakes and snakes everywhere like that too. Snakes everywhere. And right on the edge of this empty riverbed. So there was a precipice. Uh, and it was it was crazy. So poor Hamlet and crew. We did get there, yep. the chase vehicles. Yep. We got there, but they were in such a state because we couldn't lay the balloon down yep. in all those brambles and mess. So Yeah, normally, ooh. so I had missed the tacos and tequila, wonderful <laughs> land on the street day. My first day was, oh my God, we're in a hot mess here. And you and the media people, the me- Nassau media Nassa people. And all this, like, welcome to day one. <laughs> and so normally you, you, you know, you deflate, you let it down and you lay the whole balloon down and, and then you have to do this complicated rolling procedure. Where we were, it was not possible yeah. to do that. So the the pilot uh, Doug had kept it inflated but kept the balloon sitting on the ground and we as a team had to figure out what to do some of the teams we had just passed on the street were trying to do it on the street which yeah. closed the road and it takes an easy 30 minutes minimum to roll this balloon even yeah. if it took us more cuz our balloon's big but a small balloon it, it takes a long time so we realized it was a a farm um uh. open field Probably half a football field away. Yeah. So Doug decided, hey, I'm going to inflate. You guys are going to hold on to the basket. We're going to navigate this over there manually. And like you said, we had to get across. I don't know if it was a river bed, but it was like definitely a channel where the runoff waters ran. It was deep. It was easy 10 feet deep. Fortunately, it was dry. It was dry. Uh, But you had to get through, like you said, serious brambles and sticker bushes. It was very difficult. And we had to get it not only across those two things, then there was a fence to get it over. And so it was complicated. We had like 10 people navigating this thing on the ground. Right. And then uh, we got it to the fence and got them over. And I just want to say, mm-hmm. I got to the ravine. And then I'm like, oh, and everybody's climbing down this 10-foot drop and going across the river, holding onto the balloon <laughs> and going up the other side. Yeah. And I'm like... Mm, somebody's got to come back to this side to get the vehicles and get around there. So I'm just going to stay over here and take Mental the excuse. I'm going to stay over so, here. So, yeah. That was a good call, actually. Yeah, Very it was. Call. I got yeah. great pictures. You'll see them on the Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> so we get it across that, we get it across that fence and uh, we had like eight or 10 <sighs> people to get over the fence. We got the balloon over there and luckily yeah. there were some other people to help us over there and pull it down and, and get it sitting over there. Again, still inflated. And so we started to help people over and I took the role of trying to help people over. And that's where I kind of got injured. First day. Yeah. First day was exciting. And then I did something to my shoulder. I helped everyone get over, except I couldn't get over because I hurt my shoulder at that point. So lifting. Yeah. I had to do the long walk all the way around. But anyways, it was 
it was interesting because it was kind of cool about how you have to figure out. I, I never knew you could steer these things. And there is some steering. There is a yes. little bit of it, right? Not just the up right. and down, but it is still very limited. I mean, Mother Nature controls that blue more yeah. than anyone, right? Pig's going to land where pig's going to land. That's right. That's right. But when she <laughs> Even gets... as skillful as Doug Gant. That's is. right. Yeah. So once it's on the ground, though, you got to like figure out a strategy. And the team, did, you know, the team did a great job figuring it out and we got it over there. But it <sighs> was... It was my first day was not tacos and tequila and awesome, <laughs> but it was still really fun. It was throwing people over this fence and the right. field. That's right. And then uh, the guys, the drivers came back and we jumped into the chase vehicles and and went around, around and found you. We yeah. ended up on this dead end road and all the neighbors came out and said, okay, this is what you do. Go down here. Go, the, the, they've opened the gate for you to get yeah. onto that field. By the time we get out there, you talked to the farmer there. Because I had the long walk around because I could not get over the fence because I'd pulled something to my shoulder, Ugh. I met the farmer or the, the, the landowner there, and uh, he let me in the, in the gate on the far end, and uh, he told me the story. He's like, my, his wife was very like bummed because the first couple of days, they normally like to have the balloons use their fields, yeah. but none had we landed. We were over there having tacos and tequila yeah. on the other side of the city. And I said, oh, really? Has <laughs> it been any better? Because we had just put our balloon there, and there was one other balloon over there. He's like, yeah, we went from zero to 12. <laughs> so he had They 12. caught a dozen balloons in their field. <laughs> Him and his wife were loving it. So they thought it was great the balloons were coming down there. So it's a, it's exciting for the, the people that live there yeah. as well. So Just so yeah. cool. The whole community gets into it. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm injured. We go home, oh. which was, it was still fun, you know, it and I, I didn't complain. Well, I, I always complain a little, a little bit. bit. I whine a little <laughs> bit. Looking for some sympathy there. But, um, you know, it was, it was, it was still fun, even though I was uh, injured. And then, so Thursday, another super early day and we roll in there and it's super windy that day. Yeah. Right? So what happened? And uh, well, I'd also mentioned that on about by Thursday, which was the first night for us where there was going to be an evening session, the traffic was crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just getting to the Balloon Fiesta Park at five o'clock in the morning yeah. for the opening ceremonies and everything. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it was it was windy. Yeah. Really windy. And that, that caused us to not be able to actually take off that day, right? We did the static stuff. So I got to see a launch yeah. on Wednesday, but Thursday was super windy. So they do what's called static, which means they just keep them on the ground, but they inflate them, which is actually pretty fun too. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously you want to fly when you can, but it turned out because there's so many people come to this event. Yeah. When you're holding the lines or holding the balloon, you become this like, semi rock star for a little while because everybody <laughs> wants to come one you know that it's really exciting to do that but two i don't know if we talked about this but we haven't there it turns out we didn't know this but every one of the balloons have uh trading cards mm -hmm. and you get to we, we when we first got there they said by the way here's a whole bunch of trade you get a handful of trading cards and you know you know 50 or 100 of them and you're supposed to be handing them out and so the kids and the adults collect these things and so we had a hamlet the flying pig trading card. You were card. wrangling the pig. Yeah, while handing out cards. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, it was great because the, the, the excitement when people come up and said, do you have a card? And then you could see they've got a fistful of these other cards for all <laughs> the, the other, other balloons. balloons. Yeah. It's so cool. And they're trading them. And it's really, really cool. So well, that was and neat. that's something we didn't realize when we first 
when I first entered the balloon fiesta that first day, I, I wasn't prepared for the fact that you walk past through the gate, past the vendor's row, and you are right on the field. And, you know, there's tens of thousands of people, mm-hmm. 100,000 people. Yeah. Oh, I need to look that up. But just walking all around the balloons and you can walk right up to these yeah. balloons. And we were having to get people to points, not walk on the balloons. Right. Yeah. There are certain points when the balloons are ready, when the balloon is ready to launch that you kind of have to do crowd control and park the, uh, part the crowd and, you know, have people watching for the ropes and the basket can slide forward and very heavy. And so it, it's just amazing to be on the field and you walk right up to these balloons. And yeah, they have the whole balloon trading card thing for every balloon has its own card and they're really cute. We'll put them in the show notes for Hamlet. And uh, yeah, and the kids are so excited and a lot of times people don't even realize. So that's one of the things we're going to point out to people you go get your balloon, your trading cards, because they have the picture. Yep. It has some info about the balloon itself. And it's it's just fiesta. Oh, it's crazy and fun and holding on to that pig so he doesn't go anywhere. And, and uh, oh, just so fun. So Thursday, it was very windy. We did the static uh, balloons where they stand there. It was super fun. But because of the wind, uh, they canceled the evening stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we got to sneak home and... Which really worked out. <laughs> uh, we were, I, I mean, I was there one day and I was already exhausted, right? So we're exhausted because we had to get up again at 3.30 in the morning, yeah. which is yeah. like, that shouldn't be a time, 3.30. It's just not real, you know? But it's balloon time, baby. Yeah. And then we also had a dinner, like, is that Thursday night? Thursday night. Because we didn't have an evening session that we That's needed right. to be at, we, we were to able attend. to stay at the RV resort and attend the, the catered dinner with Integra at at the casino. Yeah. So that, that was... It was really fun. That was, that was good yeah. luck for us. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, Friday, okay. uh, it, again... Another 3.30. <laughs> and this is where we started to realize... The traffic just gets worse as yeah. you get closer to the Leaving weekend. Leaving early, yeah. Yeah. yeah yep. So we, we roll in. I make sure we hit the, the breakfast <laughs> because I'm I'm a big breakfast fan. And, I you know, 3.30 in the morning, you got to give me something. Yep. So we hit that up. And then what happened? Uh, the crew chief, the other sherry, went up in the balloon with Captain Doug. It was kind of a quick morning. We uh, set out in the fire truck. So the fire truck, I don't, I don't think we've mentioned it yet. We have not talked about so chase vehicles. So the chase vehicles are really cool. These are the, these are the, the vehicles that you, you go around and you got to track the balloon and you got to, because you, you don't know where they're going. They're not really driving it too balloon. much. Our track. chase vehicle is an old fire truck, right? A 70s fire truck uh, named Clifford, the big red fire truck kind of thing. Owned by Pete's brother. Who lives in New Mexico and That's bought right. this old Silva. 1975 fire truck yeah. specifically to be a balloon chase uh, vehicle? It's super super cool. So oh. they, you know, S- Steve and you and. Uh, who else was up up front? Oh, Christopher. Christopher, that's right. The nephew, and Stevens. Son. They were living the high life in the front. 
The yes, rest the of us rode in the back <laughs> in the cold wind as we hit speed bumps at high speed, launched around. But it was the whole back end of the truck was uh, benches and stuff. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. So we drive around in this truck and the bells and the horns are going. It was awesome. And you got to keep an eye on that pig. And yeah. they're chasing around, figuring out where it might land and how to get there. And the New Mexico or the Albuquerque traffic and roads and everything. Yeah. It was amazing. So the we it turns out kind of cutting to the chase a little bit in that day, we the, the we we didn't go very far that day. It was actually a beautiful day. The mm-hmm. wind was very low, and so the rides for everyone that day was phenomenal. So the other Sherry had a amazing ride with Doug in the balloon, but yeah. they didn't they didn't actually go as far the first couple as the first couple of days, and they landed in a a parking lot of a technical college there. Uh-huh. And uh, it was actually right near the Bloom Festival. And first, we went and we stopped in the in an in the RV park. Okay. Because Stephen thought that Doug was going to bring the pig down in the RV park, ah. which was a thing that happened all week long. We got to yeah. be in that park next year or next time. Um, so we stopped in the RV park. There were other balloons that landed right in the right. Between the RVs. It was very exciting. Uh-huh. And then, um, yeah, they caught a little shift in the wind and ended up a couple blocks over at the technical college. Yeah. So we got there. And, and the reason was, like, I've mentioned this in previous one. I'll go quickly through this. There's a concept. It's a term called the Albuquerque box. And it's really the ability for the way the mountains, and I think in the valley there mm-hmm. in Albuquerque, the way the wind works typically, not uh-huh. all the time, but typically at a certain low altitude, the wind will go one direction. And then if you go higher up, it goes the opposite direction. So if you're piloting this, you can go up to the, the first level and you'll go, say, to the right in this case. And then uh, as you then rise up, you'll end up going back to the left, and then you go back down, you end up coming back to where you were. So it's just being able to control that. I guess many times that's true. I don't know the proportion, whether it's most times, but many times that's true. And it did happen on one of the days we were there. Uh Um, And so that that gives some confidence of like where you think you can land. So that idea of I want to land in an RV park is not because, you know, randomly the balloon goes anywhere. There is a pattern to the wind. And skill. That's right. That's right. And you're right. And you got to know, you got to get to the altitude. You got to hold it. You got to know when to go down. And there is some ability to control the direction of the balloon a little bit with some of the... um, um, ropes that he would pull down, it would open up vents and stuff like that. But it's yeah. still nothing like an airplane, right? You're not yeah. really controlling everything, but there is a little bit of control. And so that that Albuquerque box is is like famous. That's why it's such a big festival because That's there is a there. lot more control than most places. Yeah. So it's really cool. We landed in that technical college. It was very cool that Captain Doug Gant, um, a, a bunch of students, technical students came out and he gave an impromptu balloon, hot air balloon class to these future pilots or technical guys uh, while we uh, rolled up the pig, put the pig away, put Hamlet away. Yep. So um, that it was just amazing. So then we packed up the balloon mm-hmm. and headed back to the Balloon Fiesta Park. Russ and Pete or Raul or anyway, two of the guys went back to fill the propane. Yep. For the next day's ballooning while yeah. I hung out in the field. and That was pretty cool. So it turns out because it's such a big balloon festival, um, they actually have like almost 
45 stalls, could be more, but there's quite a few stalls that the uh, balloonists take their uh, tanks over to inside their baskets to refill the propane. So they can they can take 45 teams at a time loading them up. It's crazy. Well, because there were 500 balloons. Yeah, right? and it takes a while to load that propane into each one of them. So, and they have fire trucks over there and there's music playing all the time. <laughs> it's a whole it was, process, it yeah? Was, yeah, it was really fun. And they can only take a couple of people. There's a limited number of people who can be there for Two. safety reasons. And it was it was neat. I got to do that like three times. So I was getting, becoming <laughs> an expert kind of thing. It was neat. So yeah, after that, we went out for lunch with Pete and Kim. We went back to the uh, Silva Ranch and met Mama Silva, the matriarch. So yeah, uh, Mama Silva, especially <laughs> known as the Anne. Clifford, the big red truck uh, sponsor. Yeah. Because right? uh, it's all about her sewing center. She does yeah. all sorts of sewing. So yeah. yeah. So and she was fantastic to meet. We got a chance to meet her, and she's amazing. So the whole yes. family there is incredible. Just amazing. Yeah, Pete has two brothers in New Mexico, and then the kids and the and Mama. Yeah, great Mama family. Anna. So yeah, and then after all of that, we went back to Charlie to try to get a nap because Friday p.m. Dun da da da. Lots of traffic. <laughs> it was even worse. So. Oh. Yeah. And on the PM sessions, they didn't launch the balloons, but they had a whole evening program where we put up the balloons and they glowed. It was the balloon glow, which yeah. means they light them up. Yeah. All in, <sighs> in patterns and all at the same time. So it's amazing to see all the balloons light up at night. Yeah. It was it was really cool. And again, we got to do the handing out of the cards and Wrangling all that fun the stuff. Pig, crowd control. It was almost more special at night because it because they were lighting up it, for the kids to see them get so excited, you know. Yeah. It was and because neat. the balloons weren't going anywhere, yeah. oh, it was just thousands it was a, and thousands It was a forest of, of balloons. Yeah. You know, you're nav- if you were walking around, it must have been incredible because we didn't get to do that. We were navig- We were basically uh, crewing that one. Yep. But it was so cool, like a forest of balloons. It was so cool. At sunset, yeah. yeah. It was beautiful. So that was followed by a drone show yeah. while we were packing up Hamlet. A uh, big drone show. That was uh, actually very cool. It was. Yeah. We yeah. got some pictures of that, but the pig was our primary occupation. <laughs> we were trying to put the, put the <laughs> pig away while the drone show was going on. Because when you're crew, you do the job. But we did get some video and some pictures. We'll try to share a lot of that in the show notes. So take a look at that. And after that, there were fireworks. Which normally Incredible. we think fireworks are pretty good. This mm-hmm. was a great show. And it, they did something we'd never seen in a fireworks show. Yep. So uh, it was incredible. So they did this great show. Again, we were working while it was happening, but tells you a lot that we thought it was cool and we were not even watching the whole time. Some of us, you know, stepped back and took yeah. some pictures and video. Some of us. <laughs> but they did some of these huge fire things at the bottom of the, at the end of the event, which was so cool. So they did a great, great job. It wasn't just, quote, fireworks. This was a... Bang up job. So yeah. good job yeah. there. Fireballs. That's that right. That's what that was. So then anyways, so we get through that Friday, that Friday night. That was still cool. <laughs> and then Saturday morning, again, brutal early. We had to roll in. And the traffic, can you, we couldn't even believe it. We thought it couldn't get worse. It got way worse. And we yeah. went in. We thought we went in even earlier. Yep. 
got it in worse traffic, we and we went sneaking in different ways, oh, flashing man. the media pass. And yeah. <laughs> we were stuck in so much traffic, but go early. Yeah, yeah. But we did the same thing. We hit the media, did the breakfast. Got oh, they didn't have coffee that day, did they? On the Saturday, they ran out of coffee. Out. How do you run out of coffee at like four thirty in the morning? But we did all that, and uh, and then we we basically we decided that day that we were going, they had already had extra people. They had more family members come in, so we didn't have to be crew. Yeah. And we decided we wanted to see the rest of the show. Yep. So we checked in on our friends, and we wandered away and got to see a whole bunch of the other show that we hadn't seen. So all the other yeah. balloons, right? Yeah. The whole, there's a schedule of morning events. There's the dawn patrol with a certain number of balloons that light up and and actually launch to kind of test the winds in that Albuquerque box. Mm-hmm. There's a pilot's meeting. Uh, then they have the morning glow, mm-hmm. which, thank God, because that morning was so, so freaking cold. cold. Yeah. And then when they were lighting off those big propane fire Burners, things. Yeah. You oh, want to stand near the balloon. Got a little, it got a little warm. Nice. You don't even have to get too warm and too close. But boy, that was nice because it was freezing yes. that morning. Yeah. And it was so beautiful yep. as the sun was rising yep. to see hundreds of balloon burners firing off into the dawn it was just beautiful yep and we got the balloons up and so the balloons were starting to to glow candle sticking yep when they do that with the balloon up and then uh the national anthem and flyover which is just a stunning moment every morning mm-hmm. um because they had done in that day they did a, a it was like a um a crew of special pilots that do special tricks. They had small planes that flew over that morning. We didn't mention this, but the previous day or two before Uh they had a full military one where they had jets and, and helicopters that went, it was just wow, you know? So, and then the balloons go up. It was just like all this, you know, aviation stuff in one place. It was just really cool. In preparation for the morning, the mass ascension. Which yep. they do have an organized schedule and structure on how the balloons go up, but you look up and all of a sudden there's hundreds of balloons up <laughs> in the air, and it's, it's just incredible, incredible. Yep. So that Saturday morning, a couple of the other events, um, as we were walking around, we saw the Rainbow Riders. Yep. Which are the official balloons that take guests up. You, you can pay. pay yep. To go up. But these baskets, you know, our pig basket had like room for three adults and they're all very carefully on weight, weight restrictions and all. These rainbow rider balloon gondolas or baskets, they were huge. It's like a school bus. They hang yeah. I've never seen so many people in a basket before. They had to have like 30 people yeah, in there. I, I don't know sure. how those I'm balloons sure. were. I don't know if it was that many, but it sure looked like that. Oh, it's incredible. There were, yeah. there were a lot of them. So yeah. lots of people it, got it looked that fun. ride. I yeah, think they all had a great time. But those baskets were huge. It was like yeah. taking a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so Rainbow Riders lifted off. We it, we went by the Star, Star Wars. Wars balloons. Yep. And it, it was um, Darth Vader. Yep. And, and Yoda. Yoda. Yep. Yeah. And they and better than just that is they had a whole contingent of people that worked 
on the crew there, and they're all dressed in Star Wars regalia, right? Stormtroopers, so, Darth Storm Vader, Tro- exactly. Princess Leia. And they were working the crowd. It was just <gasps> very well done. So we had our team, which were awesome, and some of them, like Kim, were dressed as pigs, flying <laughs> pigs. So we had, you know, good crew, but boy, the Star Wars crew, they nailed it. They yeah. were doing a great job. Coordinated, very coordinated. Yeah, So cool. that was cool. And you had all the zebras zebras yeah it turns out the the <laughs> controllers whoever the, there's a group of uh of people that control when the balloons can and when and where they go up and they're all wearing um the black and white outfits you'll see for Referee. uh, referees and so that but they're referred to as zebras because of that and they have whistles and so when you hear whistles going on around there it usually means something's about to happen sherry mentioned a second ago that they clear the crowd when they're doing the launch yep. The zebras actually start that. They back up and they start blowing the whistle, clearing the crowd. And then our crew would have to help start to clear the crowd. And then there's a certain number of whistles that says, okay, it's clear to go. And then the balloon uh, will, will start to lift off. And then when they lift off, the pilot will hit an air horn, which a few times to basically saying we're off yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, everybody yeah. cheers Stand and stuff. Back. But yeah. it's cool because you recognize when you watch one go up, you now know the pattern. You'll hear that pattern over and over and over as zebras are launching balloons over and over. Yeah. It's so cool. You hear the same, you know, whistle blowing, you hear crowds, you hear the horn, and then you hear crowds cheering, and you know another one went up. Yeah. And with 500 balloons, yeah. it's a lot of that. It was really yeah. cool. Coordinated. Yeah. And they did a full safety check before yeah. they authorized the balloon to go, the captain. Yeah. So that was awesome. But then we did see something. Yeah. Because the wind started to pick up. Yeah. What happened? Well, we were standing back in the in the regular shape balloons. The special shapes balloons had not gone. The the regular balloons were Hamlet going. is a special shape. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with all the appendages and tails yep. and anyway. Yep. Anyway, so the wind kind of started to pick up, and we watched this line of balloons inflate in front of us, and they were all kind of jostling. Next to each other, and yeah. And going back and forth. Well, one balloon Took went off. up. The one next to it... Uh, they it, were too close. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they the were wind, too close. Yeah, the wind blew one into the other the basket the basket as one was going up and the basket rubbed along the side of the balloon fabric of the other one yep and tore the balloon yeah. so yeah that balloon just immediately just just collapsed and collapsed and so luckily everyone was on the ground of the other balloon so nobody was injured it wasn't yeah. in the air or something like that and but, the other balloon they just couldn't push off yeah. because of the wind that was, was pushing them blowing into them it. into the the neighbor balloon and that caused them to basically uh, right after that they suspended the flights yep so the special shapes did that. not get to go yeah that saturday morning yeah yeah so drama yeah and all kinds of things but saturday wasn't exclusive to the balloons that was a big day <laughs> what else happened on that, that was, super was big just day. until nine o'clock because yeah. then all those balloons that went out were trying to get down and get back to the Balloon Fiesta Park because what happened? Annual solar eclipse. Annular. Annular. Not. Oh, once sorry. A year, so yeah. Okay, annular solar eclipse. Yep. Russ says it's not once in a lifetime, but I'm gonna say for us, for us it <gasps> is. My God, it was a once in a lifetime event. So we went back over to the field where um, Hamlet had launched, and they had got it all put away, and. 
we all sat out there, I mean, tens of thousands of people and watched this eclipse where the moon shadow came down over the sun. It wasn't a total eclipse, which would have been really weird, but it was a partial eclipse enough that there was still a ring of fire where you saw the solid moon shadow in mm-hmm. front of the sun, but you could still see the the the, the flames, the aurora, yeah. the solar things, flares. Yeah. Um, We're the technical show that you come here for, so if you're looking for that, we got all the <laughs> Science. words for you. <laughs> Where's yeah. Bill Nye when you need him? That's right. Well, um, and why this is cool is like the actual path Albuquerque was in the perfect path for this. So not all the states got to see a full annular eclipse, but uh, where we were in Albuquerque was one of those. And that's why it was a double whammy. We got to, we were at this show and we launched the balloon and basically we sat, we laid back and watched the eclipse right after that. It was like, this is just amazing. So It was incredible. And who, and, who and handed out the, uh, the glasses? NASA. Yeah. Of course, you know, on my shopping day, I'd already picked up two pairs of official Balloon Fiesta Paid Eclipse money. glasses, yeah. $3 a piece. Never used them. And then that last day, Saturday, going into the Balloon Fiesta, yep. NASA was handing out 80,000 pairs of Eclipse yeah. glasses for everyone in the park. It was anyway. cool. So it was. And the it, oh, it was so cool. But one of the things was when that, when the sun, when the moon shadowed the sun it got cold it didn't get totally dark because it wasn't a full eclipse but Mm -hmm. it did get darker yeah and then it was so cold and you could see it and through a cameras we had a photographer there through the cameras you could see it it was just amazing yeah it wasn't a full eclipse because i think the moon was further away and so that's why it looks smaller so it couldn't cover the moon and next year when it's a full eclipse the moon will actually be in a different slight orbit and so it'll be closer so it will actually cover the a complete sun so that was the difference April, yeah, yeah so that's why it was an annular solar eclipse yeah so then so that was like an awesome day and that was, I, was saturday just, yeah that we, was truly once in a lifetime yeah it was really cool and so we got to then after that go have lunch with the entire crew yep and that was a lot of fun at Blake's Lotta Burger, which is like a specialty burger place around uh, Albuquerque. New Mexico's yeah. finest, apparently. That's yeah. what we're told. That's that's right. It was actually pretty good. We've been <laughs> to some, some burger joints. People say it's the best. It was like, it's not. But this uh, one was actually pretty good. So, yeah. you know, Pete, good job. You you yep. actually called it. It was good. Yep. We actually went there twice yeah. when we were there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then we got to say all our goodbyes. It was a lot of fun. But by then, Sunday... It was just like all just over, like you know? I was exhausted from Wednesday, whatever, yeah. but then it was like, oh, it's yeah. over. Yeah. And we were back on our own, right? We were on our own again. And we drove, I think, Sunday about four hours to Holbrook, Arizona, and the adventure continued. Yep. I was very worried about Ressa's shoulder and driving. and It's and still kind of messed up. Yeah, yeah we're going to have that looked at because we're at an age where it doesn't, you don't just shake it off anymore. Now, little things like that require surgery. <laughs> I'm going to go for amputation. Rebuilding. I want no, a no, no, robot no. arm. We'll is go what get I want. you some bionic parts. That's what so. I'm saying. Yeah. 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 It'll be okay. It'll be fine. What could go wrong? Okay. 
All right. So, okay, this has been a little bit longer than <laughs> usual. So I'm going to try to wrap this up. If anyone's still listening, we appreciate you. <laughs> we love you. Yeah, thank you. You've tolerated us. Thank you. So I'm going to try to tie it back to the work-life balance. So part of this was, if you remember, my week started with work and then turned into this fun. So it wasn't all that. you got to figure out how to make that work. And what we did to make this work was know when to work and when you need to actually take vacation. So sometimes yep. we just work through it and we fit life into after hours or on weekends. But this was such a special event that had m- very early morning and very late. It was not possible, yeah, right? Not such possible. Such an opportunity. So, and I didn't want to like go away and be somewhere else going, man, I wish I would have taken time off. So, yeah. you know, we did a good job. We picked the days I should take off, Wednesday through Friday, and we did those vacation days. And that was a very smart call. I'm yep. like looking back, watching, looking the pictures. It it was just the best call. So so that was really just three vacation days for you. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a week off. It was just three days, yeah. and it felt like a week because it was so exhausting. But it was just three days. God knows what would have happened to you if we'd gone. If you'd gone fivefold. If you came back with tacos and tequila every day, and I was working, <laughs> I'd be so angry. So okay. So the second uh, thing is like trying to get ready for this big event. Sometimes, um, you know, we just roll in and do our thing. But this time you had us come in, so we were ready in place by Sunday before this, right? because yeah, so our that, event, our Integra event, actually started on Wednesday. Yeah. But with FMCA, with AIM, with these different events that we do, we need to be in place Sunday. So we were able to make the reservation and uh, get there Sunday to be all set up. Yeah, and so that a lot is important. A lot of people roll in just for their event, but because we're working, we're like, no, we're going to roll in early. I did some work, and then we met people at that event, and then we immediately didn't see them for a while because we worked the uh, Albuquerque event. Yeah. So yeah, that was important. And the last thing is kind of our classic thing. Um, it was really important on this one though, which is the the flexibility that's required to make something like this happen. So. We had some times when we thought we were going to do an event at night. We didn't. We came back. We got to power nap before we did yeah. the dinner and stuff. So we were flexible to kind of make sure we spent time with our Integra friends and family that at the event there. We made sure we uh, showed up when we we're supposed to be a crew. Like it, it was like plan it out, but be flexible when there was changes because weather really controls the balloon festival, right? Yeah. It's like it's in charge, not yes, us. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So whoo. Wow. Our goal with the RV Work-Life Balance podcast is to share what we're learning to help anyone interested in this crazy adventure of working full-time and traveling and exploring and and doing all these wonderful things. Yeah. So, so we're glad you're here. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to kind of wrap up with, I really want to thank all the listeners. I, I made the joke of if you're still listening, thank you. <laughs> But seriously, Ooh. thank you. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, we hope this is be- this is being helpful. And again, we're going to try to put a lot of these pictures and these other links in the show notes. Take a look at that. We include those show notes for a big reason because some of the stuff we talk about is hard to imagine until you see it. So check that out, uh, those links there. And if you're brand new here, this is your first podcast. Subscribe. You're probably amazed by my <laughs> wife's special effects. Of I knew <laughs> that. <laughs> so, you know, it's, this is, it just gets better from here. Uh, go ahead and subscribe. We really appreciate it. We want to thank you. And to our existing subscribers, we love you. Thank you so much for being part of our journey, part of the adventure. 
please be in touch on email or uh, Facebook, on Facebook or by email. And the most important thing, plan your escape. Yeah. Get out here. Come on out here and join us. Yep. This is a lot of fun. So are you ready? I am ready. Let's go. Let's go. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 